Hey guys, before we get started, I just want to ask one thing. Do you know anyone who would benefit from listening to this podcast? If that's a yes, why not consider sharing it with them? Message, tag, screenshot, share on stories, whatever you feel comfortable with. I want to be able to help others in any way that I can. Thank you so much for your time and hope you enjoyed today's episode. So when people who want to go into business or who want to be entrepreneurs think that they're going to go to business school, get a business degree, it literally starts right here to look at your personal spending as a business and get very aligned with what is necessary and what is unnecessary. You're now tuned in to Tender Love and Cash, the place where ambitious men and women turn to for business strategies that not only skyrocket their profits, but also position them to serve the masses and make money doing what they love. I'm Amber Anthony, profit booster, efficiency driver, strategy specialist, and lover of all things analytical. And I'm going to help demystify difficult topics and concepts, crunch the numbers, and use real data to craft a strategic approach that supports business owners with a solid framework to operate a well-planned cash-generating machine. I can't promise to tell you what you want to hear, but I'll guarantee you'll get the guidance you need to hear to launch, grow, and build the business of your dreams with confidence. Let's dive in. Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about my absolute favorite subject, how to stay debt-free and remain debt-free. But here's the twist. It's not by adhering to restrictive step one, step two, step threes. No. That's how you become debt-free. But the only way to truly stay debt-free is if you do a deep dive into your behavior, a deep dive into reality versus perception, and ultimately understanding what it is you value. So let me take you back several years. The reason that this is something so near and dear to my heart and something that I've been practicing since I was literally 17 years old is because I was on my own at 17. And obviously there were no lines of credit. There was no capital to have access to. So I was at a point where what was earned that day, I would have to allocate accordingly. So I learned very early on as to what needed to be earned and then monitor what needed to be spent. Now, for those who have, you know, followed a traditional path, i.e. gone to get jobs, had subsidies by still living with their parents, or maybe, you know, additional loans, et cetera, they haven't necessarily had to learn this, this gritty existence, this gritty day-to-day existence. So, again, when you're on your own and you know that at the end of the day, you have to eat, you obviously have to wash your clothes, you have to figure out transportation, and then on top of that, you have to figure out housing, 
you have to put a budget together. You're absolutely forced to put a budget together. So the minute your eyes open, you don't have the luxury of saying, you know what, I don't really feel like going out to earn. So this definitely forces one to get up to earn. And then as you're earning, because you are so dialed in on what your daily expenses are, you are cognizant of every single purchase. Now, my strategy was, and I adopted this immediately, is I wouldn't eat until I made X amount of dollars, period. And sometimes those days were super long because nothing was promised. So when you're operating, again, in that fashion, you value money, you value earning money, and you value spending money in an entirely different way. So obviously, as time has passed, you know, I've had the luxury of having guaranteed salaries, etc. But are they really? So allow me to shed some light onto how I think about looking at expenses and income as well but definitely the expense part as daily expenses. Looking at it through this lens that I'm about to share with you is definitely going to blow your mind. So of course we have our fixed expenses, right? We have our fixed overhead, which is where we live, our transportation, you know, the things that oftentimes come up on your standard budgeting tools. But the things that are never accounted for, and the reason why so many people get themselves in trouble and into debt, is because of these variable expenses. And again, you notice I'm using words that are very business-like. I love to introduce business terms into regular personal budgeting conversations because at the end of the day, your home, your way of operating in your personal life should be run like a business if you want to optimize it. So let me take you behind the scenes to some of my own personal expenses, and I'm going to share with you what the daily amount looks like. You guys are going to get a kick out of this. Let's start with lashes, for example. Okay. So eyelashes are $220 a month with tip. Well, that's $7.23 a day, right? That's definitely more than a Starbucks. But then let's talk about hair color, right? That happens every 30, 45 days, 60 days, depending on who you are. Well, for me, it's every 30 days. It's $150 a month. So therefore, that is $4.93 a day. Now, let me tell you that these are calendar days. These are not work days, Okay, so if I were to take this down to actual work days, it would be even more shocking. So when I tell you the daily expense, it is literally off of 365 days a year, knowing that I am not earning money 365 days a year, or your traditional wage earner isn't earning money 365 days a year. So as you can see, just by this example, this is why so many people are in debt. Because when they sit down and do the budget, 
for home, insurance, et cetera. And let me tell you, even when you're qualifying for a home, even when you are qualifying for a mortgage, they are not, you are not, nobody is accounting for your lashes, your Botox, your waxing, or your hair color. Okay, so you're wondering why you're short or why you're scrambling or why you're making enough money, but there's no money. This is exactly why. Again, nails, $6.58 a month, excuse me, $6.58 a day. Waxing, $4.60 a day. And it goes on and on. And this is before you even go to buy the Starbucks. You go to buy the energy drink. You go to pick up some random thing that nobody needs from CBS. You go to grab something for your child an expensive Cinnabon at the mall that literally nobody needs. This is how we over leverage ourselves. And this is why it's so incredibly important to know these numbers. So let's talk about running a house. You know, so I gave you, I gave you the frills. I gave you the bells and whistles, right? So obviously we can cut that out if we had to, but let's talk about things we can't necessarily cut out. If you have a pool, it's $5 a day. If you have a landscaper, that's $4 a day. Okay. Direct TV is $9.44 a day. And we won't even talk about all the other 96 subscriptions that I have to view entertainment. I mean, you can literally look up and be spending $200 a day before you even start to calculate your home, your car, your insurance. So it is totally possible that you're spending $200 a day on all these things that never really hit your budget, that never really hit your home profit and loss statement. Again, I introduce this business nuance in the conversation because this is really what separates individuals who are operating in an excellent fashion. They know where every dime is going down to the cent. Why is that important? Well, if you're in the manufacturing business or if you're in the product business, you know that margins are tight. And at scale, 30 cents can be a make or break. So this is why I take these conversations incredibly serious. And when I'm having them with individuals who are not in the manufacturing business or in the product business, and I'm teaching them through personal finance about the severity of understanding what the amount is down to the cent, they look at me like I'm nuts. But the reality is this is what sets you up for greatness. And this is why I'm so passionate about this topic, because being able to master this at a young age, it has never left me. I've always been incredibly cognizant of absolutely everything, including any types of vacations, any types of entertainment. It all goes on the spreadsheet because the moment you start to lie to yourself, you are in huge trouble. The moment you start to think that on Saturday and Sunday, when you are not earning any income, yet you are still spending, and then 
you're treating yourself to overspend, you're wondering why you are in the pile of mess that you're in. Well, this is exactly why. It's literally $4 a day, $5 a day, $6 a day. You know, when you get down to your phone bill, because you're paying your phone bill for your family, right? Your Verizon bill is $10.59 a day. Before we get back to the show, we just want you to know that if you enjoy the podcast, but want to see the visual version of this episode, go check out my YouTube channel linked up in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Something else that I don't think that people necessarily calculate is your life insurance. So life insurance for my grandkids is an extra $8 a day. And the saddest part is that, you know, this day and age, what? The median income is $60,000 a year. So, you know, what is that? $30 an hour? You know, a couple hundred dollars a day after taxes? Well, after you've gone and eaten three times out, plus your groceries that you don't necessarily use, plus all of these extra things that I just shared with you, you know, that doesn't even count for everything that you need to run your household. And then on top of that clothing, you know, God forbid you have private school or education or personal development or gym memberships, et cetera, right? And so your debt, your debt is their asset. It puts you in a place where you can be controlled to the point where you have to stay at your job, to where you have to stay in that relationship you don't necessarily want to be in, to where you have to make moves that you don't want to make literally out of desperation of being buried in spending. And so as I am having this conversation with you, That was an aha moment because we like to use the word debt, but the truth is it's not, it's not debt. It's the behavior around spending. It's the decisions around spending. And nobody is saying that you shouldn't have all of those things on the list. Nobody is saying that you should deprive yourself of anything. Absolutely not. But if you look at it through this lens, you will realize that you can have the life you want. You can have all of the luxuries you want. They just need to be strategically calculated and you have to have a plan to earn the income or make the sales that will cover those strategically planned expenses. Again, just like a business. So when people who want to go into business or who want to be entrepreneurs think that they're going to go to business school, get a business degree, it literally starts right here. The foundation to look at your personal spending as a business and get very aligned with what is necessary and what is unnecessary. And from there, put together a strategy to cover those expenses, to have enough cash flow to cover those expenses. And once you get into the habit and once you get into the practice of this, you'll be able to run any business 
any department that you so desire. It really is that simple. Another thing, another tool that I'd like to introduce you to, obviously, I do have a phenomenal spreadsheet that will allow you to put all of your personal expenses and income into it that will spit out percentages and all types of valuable data that you will just get so excited about. But if you're not there yet, okay, I wasn't there and that's not where I started either. Literally started with the old school check register. The old school check register. Start there because if you begin to check your spending daily, so obviously you know what you're earning per day, and I encourage you to break it down 365 days a year. I encourage you to, when you're doing your monthly budget, to do it at the 31 days. I need you to be honest with yourself because on the Saturdays or Sundays or on your days off that you decide to go buck wild, it'll reel you in real quick. The day you decide to call off when maybe you're not getting paid or the date you decide to turn down an opportunity, double time and a half or something like that, I guarantee you will be less likely to do so if you are in tuned on what it costs for you to live daily. And once you get very in tune on what it costs for you to live daily, and if you do in fact take it to the next level and segmenting it out, knowing what it costs for your children to operate daily, what it costs for, let's say, your dogs, if you're a dog lover, what does that cost to operate daily, and so forth, or any type of hobbies you have, it will allow you to become incredibly powerful with your decision-making. And then it will no longer be get out of debt, quick fix. It will be, no, I'm in alignment with my operating budget and I know what my margins are. So let's talk about the daily break-even points. I touched on it a little earlier when I stated that the average individual after taxes is bringing home $200 a day. And especially with the cost of groceries and cell phones, again, I mean, $5, $8, $10, $11, $12, it adds up incredibly fast. So you can't afford for any oopsies, right? So with this said, when you do this exercise, you will know exactly what your daily break-even point is. So come rain or shine, you know exactly what it costs for you to live daily. And I encourage you, leave no stone unturned. Write down absolutely everything you can think about. And the way that I design my spreadsheets is I do it daily, monthly, and annually. Looking at it through those three lenses is incredibly powerful. It truly tells a story especially for the more seasoned individual who says, you know what, I make $120,000 a year. I'm great. But I bet you when you put everything down, you're going to realize you're not so great. And that's why you're not feeling great. And that's why you're always robbing Peter to pay Paul or perhaps have lines of credit that you shouldn't necessarily. And this should be that special little nudge. Do more do more, earn more. It will also be that special little nudge on your shoulder for you to advocate for yourself on a daily basis. 
for you to advocate for yourself in your organization, for you to advocate for yourself on potentially that, and I hate using the word side hustle, but it's what we all resonate with, on that side hustle that you've been putting off, you know, an extra four or $500 a month is powerful. It's powerful and it's a game changer, especially if you don't squander it, right? And it also puts you in a position to be able to say no, to be able to say no to that family member who keeps calling with that sad story, to be able to say no for picking up that bill. You know, when you go out with your friends that you didn't necessarily plan for, but you didn't want it to be awkward. Really knowing your numbers and honoring your numbers, not only your numbers for income, but also your numbers for expenses, puts you in a position of power and certainty. It puts you in a position to have integrity, integrity with your money. And because so many of us don't do it, that is why. At the end of pay periods, at the end of the year, we're just sitting there going, how did I get here? You literally got here by an extra $4.89 a day. And there's that joke and there's that meme out there that says, you know, depriving myself of Starbucks isn't going to get me to the point where I can put a down payment on the house. Facts. It's not. But guess what? Knowing the power of that $4.89 a day, whether it's coming in or out, puts you in the power, in the position to be able to set yourself up for bigger moves. So that is literally the way I operate. It has been the most valuable skill set outside of building mental toughness that I acquired early on in my life. And thankfully, because I didn't have some of the other skills, it has allowed me to still be able to move the needle while the rest of my life was unraveling at times. Look, you have to be strong in something, right? Nobody is great at everything. But it is my firm belief that if you can master your money, it will definitely offset so many of the other moving parts that are going on in your life. And it will allow you to remain firm and allow you to make educated decisions on how to handle some of the other variables. So I hope you enjoyed this look at budgeting through a different lens. So in my show notes, you can access this phenomenal spreadsheet. But even if you're not comfortable with spreadsheets, again, a piece of paper is just fine. Just be honest. Just be honest with what it costs for you to live daily and think of absolutely everything you can think of and do it in the three columns, daily, monthly, annually. So I hope this information was incredibly valuable for you. Thank you so much for joining and I can't wait to talk again soon.